it's 7 o'clock. All right, 7.06 on a Sunday morning. Can only mean the Mike and Mina Plan Foundation Hour. I am your host, wishing you a happy new year, Reverend Mitchell L. E. Kenna Johnson. And I'm your co-host, Adia Hayden. Hey, good to see you again. Happy New Year, dear Hayden. Happy New Year. It's been some time since we've been on the air together. Um, it has been. In fact, not since last year. Um, was it last year? I believe so. My goodness. Um, listen, we are in uh, Chicagoland. And I got to tell you, as I wrestle with the um, folk in Texas... Uh, Republican states sending immigrants to um, Democrat cities. Um, here in Chicago, I'm a bit bewildered at the manner in which um, local communities are accepting or not immigrant communities. Bewildered uh, by the acceptance or lack of acceptance? The lack of acceptance. And on two fronts, but bother me. One, you know, Chicago is a city of immigrants. First, we had the Polish immigrants, the European immigrants, and then we had the Mexican immigrants, and then we had the resettlement, the great migration of African Americans from Mississippi primarily. Um, and, and so all of us come from somewhere else. And then to make matters worse, people of faith, when your theological tenets tell you to take care of people in those situations and you're choosing not to do it or to push back on City Hall's efforts to make room for everyone. Help me understand what this is all about. Well, it'd be one thing if City Hall was making room for everyone. And I believe this new administration uh, with their recently approved budget will have in their plans room for everyone. So opening the mental health clinics um, to address the current Chicago population. However, I think it, the feelings of many grassroots organizations who've been trying to do the work and we're told, no, you know, not this year. We don't have it in the budget for you this year. Maybe we can only deliver 30 percent of what you're asking for. It can be challenging for them to then see money be made available for similar causes, but not addressing the dir- their direct uh, population that they're serving. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't I don't see the city. I don't see City Hall making space in its um, current budget for. Um, immigrants in a manner that comp- contradicts or compromises is a better word. Any other group, I, I just don't see it. But I, I think um, that that's going to bear a little more conversation. And how about next week we uh, we continue this conversation and add a little more meat to the bone, as it were. Um, I mean, after all, it is a brand new year, and in the brand new year, we're starting on the third Sunday of the month, which can only mean Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle has chosen to grace the airways. <laughs> One more time, Madam President. Happy New Year. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Re- Reverend Johnson and Adia. We're, I'm very grateful to be here. Good morning. We are grateful to have you, and it looks like you have continued what you started either last year or the year before last, showing up and showing up with what I'm calling your crew. <laughs> yes, I'm here with my crew, but before I before I start introducing my crew, I should say that I, I just want to thank the mayor and uh, compliment him on the hard work that he and his staff have done uh, under tremendous strain and stress uh, to try to deal with the new arrivals. And the latest number I saw, by the way, Reverend Johnson, was I think 38,000 people mm. have come here since mm. August of, of 22. And that's that's a lot of people to absorb. And that doesn't include um, Ukrainian immigrants who've come and been absorbed into the Ukrainian community. Um, so it, they're a it's been a real challenge for the city, and I'm grateful to them for their good work. You know, uh, I want to thank you for that that, that quick reminder, because um, if you think about it, prior to the current um, batch from Ukraine and South America, we had the Afghan refugees coming into yep. Chicagoland as well. Chicagoland has, right. has always been a sanctuary city, and that means that oftentimes you have to do more with less. So I'm going to join you in giving a round of applause to our mayor for handling 38,000 arrivals who were not budgeted. And like any family, particularly in Chicago, which is probably one of the most 
spiritual cities in the nation. Yeah, I said it. Most spiritual cities in the nation with more seminaries than any other geographical area outside of the Vatican. We ought to open up our hearts to these folk who need, even though we have needs ourselves. Go on and share that last piece of bread is what I'm saying. Anyway, thank Madam you, President. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. Here we are. Uh, George Wright is our first guest. He's the CEO, the chief executive officer of the Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership, which, of course, is our employment agency in, in Cook County. And not only serves people looking for work, but employers looking for good employees. Um, George Wright. Uh, took on this job relatively recently, and I think he's with us this morning. Is that right? Um, actually, Madam President, I believe we're going to start with uh, Miss Sylvia Parham today. That is oh, who we have on the line with us right now. So if you could give a quick introduction to uh, Miss Sylvia Parham. All right. Thank you. Uh, Sylvia Parham is Grants Coordinator for the Bureau of Economic Development. Now, I have to say, when I came into this job in 2010, one of the first things I did was ask to speak to the person who was the bureau chief for, for economic development, and I discovered we didn't have a bureau of economic development. So we had a we had a number of departments that were kind of operating in a siloed way, uh, capital development, community development, building and zoning, and a workforce uh, initiative. And my view, um, having been at the city for so long, is that you needed to bring all those departments together in one bureau. And so, you know, you need a, a comprehensive uh, and holistic way to look at economic development in the county, and you couldn't do that with silo departments. So we created a Bureau of Economic Development, and I'm grateful for the leadership of Soshi Flores and for her staff person, Sylvia Parham, who's with us today. Um, Sylvia, what do you want to share with us? Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, good morning. Uh, Reverend Johnson and Ms. Hayden and Honorable President Pretwinkle. I'm basically just going to give you a little bit of information about our community development block grant program that we recently launched um, the application on last Wednesday. Uh, that was January 17th. And um, the CDBG, which is the Community Development Block Grant Program, uh, otherwise known as our CDBG program, is funded by the United States Department of Housing and Urban Development and used to support suburban communities and nonprofit agencies throughout Cook County. Since 2011, under President Pretwinkle's administration, We've received approximately $120 million in capital improvement funds, uh, public service with services, which is our social service programs, and uh, our emergency solutions program, which is the ESG, ESG program. Cook County has dispersed these funds uh, to the communities and the nonprofit agencies in supporting their um, infrastructure projects, which are the roads and alley improvements, water mains, sewer line repairs, and for our public facilities, which is our ADA compliance facilities, we use the funds to provide dollars for roof repairs, HVAC systems, and kitchen renovations and bathroom renovations. That's Fascinating, Miss Parham. Ms. Parham, we mm -hmm. have music coming in from the background, which means uh, we need to go to a commercial break. However, on the other side of the commercial break, we will come back with some deadlines and requirements for these block grants. Um, this Absolutely. is the My Community Plan Foundation Hour, and we'll be right back after these station messages. Are you a homeowner or a senior, disabled or a veteran? You may be eligible to save money on your property taxes right now. Hi, I'm Fritz Kagey, your Cook County Assessor. Applying for property tax savings is easy and free at cookcountyassessor.com. Review your eligibility, receive in-person assistance, or apply right now for property tax savings at cookcountyassessor.com. That's cookcountyassessor.com. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. 
from Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia. Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. Hi, my name is Dr. Nicole Williams with the Cook County Physicians Association. Did you know that Medicaid is covered for an entire year after you've had your baby? The year after you've had your child can be almost as dangerous as pregnancy itself. Make sure to see your health care provider and get the care you need and deserve. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Mike Meany Plan Foundation Hour. Is that where we are? We are here <laughs> and live in studio. Yes, um, yes, yes. I yes. am Adia Hayden. I'm Reverend Mitchell L. Johnson. We've it got is the third Sunday of the month. We've got right. with us on the line Cook County Board President, Miss um, Tony Preckwinkle. Welcome. And her crew. And her crew. I was welcoming the president back to the program. Oh, yeah. Protocol being Thank this. You. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, I'm going to ask Sylvia to continue talking about the grant opportunities available through the Bureau of Economic Development. Sylvia? Yes. Um, so basically, the overview just tells you that we are in need of providing those services to communities and nonprofit agencies. And in order for uh, you to apply, you would have to go on our website, which is Cook County, www.cookcountyil.com gov and go under planning and development and the application information is available. The deadline for submitting the application will be Friday, March 22nd by 5 o'clock p.m. Because the program is extremely competitive, we only receive approximately $10.8 million annually from HUD and that um, only covers a small area in terms of funding that can be available to municipalities and nonprofit agencies. We go through a thorough review to determine which projects are eligible for the year, and we look for those projects that are mainly in need and that will be servicing low to moderate income persons. So um, those that are interested, please put your applications in as soon as possible, and we will review and notify you if your your application is considered for funds. Well, I, I think you know. I think it bears noticing that you're also having a virtual workshop um, January 31st from 1 to 4 p.m. That is correct. And the workshop will basically give the applicants more details in terms of what's required, details on the eligibility in order to qualify for the projects. And in addition, we will be working in collaboration with the Department of Transportation and Highways. They will kick off the webinar at 1 o'clock. Information with regards to the capital improvement project will start at 2 p.m. And then our public service um, information will be provided at 3. Wonderful. So... My, my presumption is then that everything you need to know about this grant, who qualifies, what work you can do, will be uh, shared with those who are interested on January 31st from 1 to 4 p.m. Um, you got to go to cookcountyil.gov forward slash service forward slash grant. I have an applicants happening 2024. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to know when money's available. Madam President, I regularly tell folk to listen at every program, but if you're trying to do good in the neighborhood, your neighborhood, then you got to tune in uh, 7 o'clock on a Sunday morning uh, for Madam President on the third Sunday of the month. Miss Party, thank you so very much. Miss Parham. Parham. Thank you so much. I'll stick about the party thank from last you. night. So <laughs> oh. Thank you. Thank, okay. thank you very much. Thank you, Sylvia, for joining us. And I, I would point out that this, these are these are, are grants that can be of assistance to communities, to community-based organizations, um, for everything from infrastructure to um feeding folks. So it, it, there's money available. And it, again, the website 
cookcountyil.gov forward slash service forward slash grant hyphen applicants hyphen 2024. Uh, you'll find information about the, the grant opportunities there. And of course, the the virtual workshop on January 31st is a great opportunity to get more details about the programs as well. Madam, Madam President, I'm, I'm really chopping at the bit to get to Mr. Wright, but I got to ask one question. Uh, sure. For him, that is the value, the, the number amount per grant. What is that number? Well, the uh, capital improvement is capped at $400,000. And for the public facilities, which would be the projects that we service the agencies on repairing, doing HVAC repairs, that's capped at 200000 And then our public facilities, which would be the social service programs, mm-hmm. um, it's a small dollar amount because they're assisting mainly with administrative costs for case management and things like that to assist with domestic violence and um, developmentally disabled individuals. And how much is that number? The There is not really a cap, but the smaller number is less than 100000 on those projects. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Um, is this your first time on the program? No, I was here last year. Well, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you, Sylvia, for joining us so early in the morning. Oh, no All problem. Right. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, I understand that uh, George Wright is with us. Is that correct? He yes. is large and in charge, and he is mixing it up because he is waiting in queue. All right. All right, George Wright. Uh, as I said earlier, George Wright is the CEO of the Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership, an organization for all of the folks in Cook County that was formed in 2011 or 12 uh, and combined the city's efforts and the county's efforts to serve both uh, employees and employers. Um, George, tell us a little bit about yourself and what's going on with the partnership. Well, good morning, uh, Madam President and Reverend Johnson. Hopefully you can hear me clearly. Um, Thanks for having me on. Our pleasure. With me, of course, is Adia Hayden, and she says good morning as well. (laughs) Good morning, and welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, So the journey of the partnership, and I guess how it connects with me personally, I had been I guess I have the, the dubious kind of honor, if you will, to be the longest standing. I was the longest standing chair of the board of the partnership starting my um, my tenure there uh, in 2015 and going to, uh, to 2023. So eight years serving as chair of the board. Uh, decided to retire from my day job and the board met and found I was retiring and asked that I take the helm as the CEO. So I've been affiliated with the partnership for many years prior to me becoming the chair of the board with my former role uh, as head of philanthropy for a a large uh, bank. I actually invested in the partnership in its efforts to connect career seekers to career providers. Um, Born and raised in Chicago in the Inglewood community, um, and this has been home for me. Obviously, I've, I've relocated with my companies for a number of times, but always coming back home to make sure that I'm trying to make a difference in the lives and the communities of the people of the city of Chicago and the county of Cook. You know, it's interesting that you would go from being chair, the lead policymaker, and then in, in my mind's eye, and I, I, I'm going to say this anyway, you, you felt like, look, I keep telling you what to do. Now let me show you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm curious about the public-private sector balance. Um, And if you could shed some light on when, you know, you feel like it's local government's responsibility to step up. And what is the role of the private sector there in order to help make our community stronger? Yeah, that's not a good question. That's actually a great question. Because I, I think about it constantly, right? Um, the partnership was formed, as Madam President uh, mentioned, in 2012 with the sole intent of spinning it off as a 501c3, an independent 501c3, to garner support from both the public and the private sector. Previous to that, as I mentioned, I had various positions in some large financial institutions around philanthropy and community development and community relations. And if it taught me nothing, it taught me that nothing can happen in terms of community, unless it's both supported by the public and the private sector. It cannot be one or the other. It has to be both. So as I look at the partnership, I look at the balance sheet and saying, how can we actually garner 
not only the private dollars and use them and be good stewards of those dollars, but how can we actually bring in uh, public dollars, private dollars, making sure that they play off of each other and we braid those funds for the benefit, once again, of our citizens, our neighborhoods, our communities, our people, uh, especially in, in neighborhoods like the one that I grew up with that, that have been un- uninvested and underinvested. Interesting. And so they really do have to work together. And what do you say to businesses or folks in the private sector who may say, oh, no, it doesn't. It's not economically feasible for me to give back. I'm just trying to make my bottom line. Um, Actually, it's another great question because it's the opposite. Right. You know, when you think about um, the private sector and the employers. Right. Uh, there's two costs that are major costs, right? There's the acquisition of talent and this retention of talent. It costs a lot to acquire talent, mm-hmm. especially in today's environment. The partnership actually allows those companies that work with us to acquire talent through our programs. So they forego the acquisition costs. And we prepare those individuals by giving them uh, adequate training, by giving them real training, mm-hmm. so that when they act are employed by the employer who is actually forego that acquisition cost, they become employees that actually can be retained more easily. The stickiness is there, the, the, the continuity in terms of making sure, once again, that they have skills that actually kind of correlate, if you will, uh, to that employee and, and thus make them a more valuable employee. So the acquisition cost is waived and the retention cost is heightened. Mm-hmm. That's good business. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It's, it's great business. Listen, so as we um, proceed into the uh, uh, 2024, um, what are your plans for the agency? Another good question. So I think there's two. And I've always had this this philosophy in whatever businesses I was running or was responsible to and for. Um, it, it sounds counterintuitive, but I don't think it is. It's called think small but accomplish big. Too many times people have all these grandiose plans. They have 15 things on the to-do list, and they accomplish a half a thing. I actually want to think smaller but accomplish big. So there's two things that I'm really focused on, and I've got a great team at the partnership to kind of help us through this journey, which is where are we? The partnership has 10 American job centers, five in the city, five in the county. And we work with over 100 what we call uh, community-based organizations. I want to do a complete analysis to figure out, are we in the right places? Are we getting what we should be getting from those communities? Are we, there are there gaps? Should we be in, in back of the yards versus Pilsen, as an example? Um, and certainly I've not made any determinations, and we've, we're at the beginning of this, but I think 2024 is going to be a critical time for us to figure out where we are and where we should be. And then secondarily, I think there's oftentimes um, there's this, this notion of, of outcomes, right? So I'll take this to, you know, a Sunday morning service. Is going to church an outcome or is it an impact? It's an outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to do is I want to take this to the realm of what are the impacts that we're making in our communities? We certainly have a lot of outcomes, but are we actually changing lives? Are we actually changing the trajectory of communities? And so those impacts that we get from those outcomes are something that I want to really focus in on, hone in on, and actually figure out, are we really making the impacts that we think we should be making? And if we're not, how do we course correct? Mm-hmm. Excellent. It sounds like, you know, good business, starting with the needs assessment and then making sure our key KPIs, key performance indicators, are measuring that impact and not just, you know, recording the basic stats and raw data and numbers. Um, and so we have music coming in to, uh, from the background, and so it means it's time for our next commercial break. This is the My Community Plan Foundation Hour, and we'll be right back after this station break. Are you a homeowner or a senior, disabled or a veteran? You may be eligible to save money on your property taxes right now. Hi, I'm Fritz Kagey, your Cook County Assessor. Applying for property tax savings is easy and free at cookcountyassessor.com. Review your eligibility, receive in-person assistance, or apply right now for property tax savings at cookcountyassessor.com. That's cookcountyassessor.com. 
Hi, my name is Dr. Nicole Williams with the Cook County Physicians Association. Did you know that Medicaid is covered for an entire year after you've had your baby? The year after you've had your child can be almost as dangerous as pregnancy itself. Make sure to see your health care provider and get the care you need and deserve. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the My Community Path Foundation Hour, third Sunday of the month. Only man Cook County Board President Tony Prequenko, and she's got a crew doing the T-H-I-N-G. Madam President, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, George has spent some time kind of sharing the origins of the partnership and, and what we're up to. We've got a number of events coming up, George. Can you share some of those with us? Madam, Madam President, before George gives us the events, can you help me understand what Level Up is? Is that like the level of that construction <laughs> workers utilize? Or are it's we talking the Sierra about? song. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. That's why up. I had to ask the question. Yeah, well... Because inquiring minds want to know. Exactly. We we need straight factual information here. <laughs> this, this is George. This is George's. This is George's bailiwick. So I'm gonna let George speak to it. Come on, George. Thank you. So, level up um, is one of the things that. So, what we found, at least when I came into the partnership, again, kind of transitioning from uh, chair of the board to CEO was that there was something amiss. And what was amiss was is that the partnership was what I considered the best well-kept secret. And many people around the county and within the city of Chicago didn't even know about the partnership, much less the services that we provide or the partnerships that we have. So we embarked upon a campaign, awareness campaign, which includes signage. It included uh, social media, and it was called Level Up. Um, and that level up campaign basically speaks to the notion that people in whatever areas that they come into the partnership, whether they want an entry level position all the way to having people with PhDs, JDs, et cetera, that they want to level up their career. And it's a career journey versus a job journey. So people can find out more information if they simply go to levelupajc.org. That's levelupajc.org. Phone number one 800 Seven two zero two five one five. That's levelupajc.org. Once again, and and we have found that. So hold on, eight hundred seven two zero seven two zero two five one five. Thank you. Continue. And we found that based upon the metrics, the industry metrics, that our awareness based upon people coming into the site, being connected to our American job centers in the county, um, has risen. Um, to the point where the metrics are now off the charts. We're really, really, really pleased with the effort and the responsiveness that we've gotten from the community. So that's level up. In terms of events, we have a major one coming up on April 16th. And, and Madam President has been not only at the forefront of support of the partnership from the beginning, but this is something that I call it her baby, actually. Um, I know she has a lot of them, but this one is mine where it's called Hospitality Hires. Um, And this is the seventh year that we've done this. Hospitality Hires, which focuses on our hospitality industry in the city of Chicago and the county of Cook, over its seven years has actually provided 12,000 participants an opportunity to come and look at careers in the hospitality industry. Over 600 jobs on the spot, Mm. not later, on the spot have been offered and accepted. Uh, This is a tremendous opportunity to showcase, once again, an industry within the county and within the city of Chicago that, you know, oftentimes I think as we as Chicagoans don't really realize or I don't think that we actually 
appreciate the hospitality offers and the the, the tourism, if, if you will, that this city and this county represents. And I think hospitality hires is a great example of giving people an opportunity to get into that industry and have a career in said industry. On April 16th, typically happens uh, during the daytime, and we have a host of employers participating. We have people once again coming looking for these careers, so I'm excited about April 16th. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to talking a little more about that particular um, space because, as you know, Chicago is about to be the epicenter of the national political view when we have the Democratic Convention here in Chicago. And look, we're going to be hospitable to everyone <laughs> from every need a state. Place to stay. Need a place to stay. In yeah. fact, abs- need a smile, a warm hand, encouragement. Come spend some money. Did I just say that? There's the city tax for it, so, you know. <laughs> Thanks, man. We're looking forward to more. And by the way, you've got some um, events coming up soon. In the month of January. Yes. Yeah, we have our Opportunity Works programs that are coming up. Um, If you go to our website, shycookworks.org, shy, C-H-I, cookworks.org, all of our upcoming hiring events, uh, will be listed there. You can find out exactly where they are, when they're happening. We have them constantly. It's 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 iterative, so that you know what you may see one week is now changed the next week because we're adding these type of hiring events all the time. And the, the beauty about this, if you've ever gone to one, and I suggest that you do, is that once again there are job offers being made on the spot. This is not I'll call you back or don't call me. I'll call you. This is opportunities that are being given to people on the spot. And, and let me just go ahead and add some flavor to that statement, if you don't mind, Mr. Wright. Listen, it doesn't really matter where you are in your vocational journey. What does that mean? You could be just on your first job or transitioning to an executive position. All of these positions are available in these hiring events. Do not think they're just offering um, entry-level positions or mid-level positions. The entire paradigm of workforce possibility can be yours at these hiring events. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the data proves it. Um, our average wage is, is right around $90,000 as average, so you know these are just not entry-level positions, and they're <laughs> available uh, to your point on hey, that man. Hey, man, thank you so very much for joining us early on a Sunday morning. We absolutely appreciate, not just you, appreciate the work that you do and your energy talking about these opportunities. We appreciate you. Thank you for thank having you so me much, on. Thank you so much, George. Thank you, Madam thank President. You. Thank you. Thank you. And now my question is whether Bob is with us to talk about uh, Cook County Legal Aid for Housing and Debt. Yes, I'm I am. Thank you, Madam President. All right. First time uh, on the show. Have, thank you, Bob. Um, we have a partnership with um, the Chicago Bar Association Foundation uh, and various actors in Cook County, the chief judge's office, the sheriff, um, to work on meeting the challenges that folks who face eviction or foreclosure or consumer debt that's, that's credit card or um, department store cards or whatever. Um, and, and we're trying to be sure that they have uh, legal representation and opportunities for mediation. But let me let Bob uh, talk about this. Bob, please introduce yourself and, and tell us a little bit more about Cook County Legal Aid for Housing and Debt. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you, Madam President, and thank you for having me on the show this morning. I've enjoyed listening to the show so far, and I think this all relates in a lot of ways. So Cook County Legal Aid for Housing and Debt. Oh, by the way, I'm Bob Glaves. I'm the executive director of the Chicago Bar Foundation, and as President Preckwinkle said, we are a partner with the county and the circuit court and many county agencies, including the Bureau of Economic Development, who is a big partner, who you've heard from this morning. But the city and a whole... uh, Dozens of nonprofit and community partners who are providing legal aid and other mediation and other resources to folks facing these legal issues. It's really been an amazing public-private partnership. Uh, but the goal is, as as President Preckwinkle was saying, is to help people facing these situations, um, eviction, foreclosure, consumer debt, 
uh, be able to get access to legal advice and assistance, uh, depending on the nature of their issue, to help uh, resolve it in the most effective way. And it's partnering with the court. So this is built into the court process, and the court's an active partner in this with the county uh, to try to reach resolutions uh, that are better than eviction, for instance, and judgments being put on people whenever possible. So that's really helpful. In fact, uh, I'm really pleased that you're on the program. We have some listeners who are having some um, really challenging um, experiences with eviction notices and service of process, and they continue to argue they never got served the process, not just a five-day notice, but also service of the um, summons. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't want to ask you to give any legal advice on the air, but what I do want to ask you is, are these some of the challenges that you would encourage folk to reach out to the foundation um, for assistance? Yes, that, that's the type of issue, and, and really just, uh, you know, that does come up sometimes where there are questions about whether there was uh, accurate service is, is, a, is one of the issues for sure that comes up, but just navigating the system as well. So there's a central hotline, uh, legal aid hotline, free help, uh, that is 855-956-5763. That is the central hotline for the program. We encourage people to call if they have questions like that or any other questions about the cases uh, they're facing. Uh, It's the nature of the program that they get a lot of calls, so we encourage people to be patient. You may not be able to get through right away, but you will be able to talk to a lawyer for free who can help you know, Bob, I, uh, explain I, issues like that. We got a lot of stuff to get at in a very short time. Uh, I, I'm mindful of, and I was looking through my notes. Um, one tenant received a voucher um, for a landlord of X number of dollars, and then they moved to another building and was told that the excess that had not been utilized would transfer to her new address. And it didn't happen. And as a result, she found herself facing eviction. I'm going to argue, I know she's listening, that is, this is another example of what this phone number, 855-956-5763. Don't call me. Call 855-956-5763. Or visit. Or visit. CookCountyLegalAid.org. And find help. Not just answers to your questions, mm-hmm. find help or helpful answers. How about that, Bob? That's right. That's right. And uh, the other really great feature of the program, though, is if, if for some reason you're not able to call the hotline or connect with them before your court case comes up. So the, the example you just gave and anybody else facing the situation, when you first come to court, the court will, if you're not represented, and this includes small landlords, too, uh, they will connect you to the program and the legal resources in the program through a case manager. So uh, there's two ways to connect. I mean, we encourage everybody to connect at the earliest juncture possible and to for the landlord side here to try to look at alternatives to filing the eviction in the first place of mediation and other options uh, first. But uh, if, if you haven't been able to do that, the court will connect people to legal aid when they get to court, too. I really like the notion of justice for all. And it sounds like your your contribution and partnership with the court raises the possibility of justice for all. Landlord or tenant. Leveling the playing field. field. How about that? Music in the background reminds us all it's time to take another pause for the cause. This is the Mike and Foundation Hour. We'll be right back after this station break. Hi, my name is Dr. Nicole Williams with the Cook County Physicians Association. Did you know that Medicaid is covered for an entire year after you've had your baby? The year after you've had your child can be almost as dangerous as pregnancy itself. Make sure to see your health care provider and get the care you need and deserve. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, 
emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit Zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. Are you a homeowner or a senior, disabled or a veteran? You may be eligible to save money on your property taxes right now. Hi, I'm Fritz Kagey, your Cook County Assessor. Applying for property tax savings is easy and free at CookCountyAssessor.com. Review your eligibility, receive in-person assistance, or apply right now for property tax savings at CookCountyAssessor.com. That's CookCountyAssessor.com. Welcome back to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. <laughs> I'm your host, Reverend Mitchell Ellie Geller. Johnson and I'm your... Co-host Adia Hayden. We are here for our last section, action section, on the third Sunday of the month with Cook County Board President um, Tony Prinkwickle. Welcome back to the show, Madam President. Madam President, say, you know, I, I, I just want I, I want I, to acknowledge I, that that this program, CLAD, um, you know, is kind of innovative across the country and. The county started working to try to support people who were in um, eviction court um, in the crisis uh, that befell us 2008-2009-2010 when we had the the Great Recession uh, and so many people found themselves unable to pay their rent or their their mortgage payments. Um, And so when the the pandemic uh, hit us in 2020, we had kind of a, a template in place, and I just want to thank the Chicago Bar Association Foundation for stepping up, along with a lot of other um, not-for-profit and community partners, uh, the Center for Conflict Resolution, the Center for Disability and Elder Law, Chicago Volunteer Legal Services, Greater Chicago Legal Clinic, Lawyers Committee for Better Housing, Legal Aid you know, there's a there's a long list <laughs> of of organizations that have been partners uh, with the county and the Bar Foundation in moving this 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 project forward. And I, I also want to say, you know, the government historically has provided legal uh, aid for people who find themselves in criminal cases. So we have a public defender's office. Um, but for folks who are in civil court who are facing, as I said, eviction or or foreclosure or um, uh, dealing with with uh, with consumer debt, particularly credit card health care debt, health care debt. Uh, debt. There, there was no there was no um, mechanism to provide them with legal assistance and support. And and I'm very grateful to everybody involved with this program for rectifying that that oversight. Bob. Yes, thank you, and thank you for your leadership in making this happen. Uh, as the president said, this was originally put together in response right really just weeks into the pandemic, realizing we had the potential for a tsunami of evictions to be coming. I mean, everybody was worried about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, what kind of resources could we put in place? And then from the court perspective, we had the issue of people couldn't go to court because of COVID. We had to think of a whole new way of virtual court uh that the whole system was undertaking. Uh, and so in the process of doing that, we were able to come up with a program that still to this day is available virtually to people. So you can connect on Zoom, and if you need help, you can come to court and get help connecting there from folks at the court. But uh, you don't have to come all the way downtown or to one of the suburban branches, and it's really helped people throughout the county be able to access these resources in a way that would be very difficult if everything was just in person. You know, listen, uh, we, we, we've got to go ahead on to the next segment, the gentleman in queue. Uh, we, we regularly, um, not intentionally, have him at, towards the end of the program, and I just got to go ahead and give him some flowers today. But I, I would be remiss. I'd be remiss if I did not mention that this work has, has garnered um, the National Association awarded for county 
community and economic development excellence in homeless coordination and assistance. So this is some groundbreaking work that's getting national recognition. And for that, I take off my hat if I were wearing it to you, Bob, and your association with the county. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to all the partners making it possible. And again, right back to to you for having us on and for the president for her leadership. You know, thank you so much on behalf of the president. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Thank you very much, Bob. We're grateful. You know, Madam President, we Thanks. always talk about the Thanks. end of the uh, program, this section being the action section, but your crew brings action items from the jump, from the get, from the rip. You just get started ripping off action items, and I'm going to let you invite or introduce your next guest. All right. Ted Berger is head of our Department of Emergency Management and Regional Security. And he has some information to share about disaster assistance from the federal government. Ted? Thank you so much. And good morning, Madam President. Good morning to you, Reverend Johnson and Ms. Hayden. I'm grateful to be here. I'm sharing just a a brief update and, and, of course, a call to action for our listeners. Many of you might recall that on September 17th in this past fall, we experienced a devastating flash flooding incident here across Cook County mainly focused in our Southland Cook County communities, where we received over 8 to 10 inches of rainfall in a very short amount of time. Thousands of our residents were impacted, and under President Preckwinkle's leadership, Cook County declared a a local disaster. Governor Pritzker and, of course, President Biden have also declared disasters, bringing uh, necessary FEMA aid to help our residents make their homes safe again and recover If I may just provide a quick update and and share with you how to access this resource. The first update is that we have provided to date over $35 million to our residents, over 18,000 residents. Yeah, that's that's a great number. That's a great number. Say it one more time. Happy to do so. $35 million benefiting over 18,000 residents. Again, helping our residents make their homes safe again remodeling their homes from this devastating disaster. Um, We have four ways that our residents may access this assistance. The first way is to call FEMA direct 1-800-621-3362. Again, 1-800-621-3362. The second way is to go visit FEMA's website at disasterassistance.gov. Again, that's disasterassistance.gov. The third way is to download the FEMA mobile app. Again, that's the FEMA mobile app. And the last way, uh, and we're we're proud to be a supportive partner here, we are currently in partnership with FEMA operating four in-person disaster recovery centers, one in Calumet City, another in Dalton, another in Burnham, and another in Phoenix. So, again, in-person at Calumet City, Dalton, Burnham, and Phoenix, and the deadline is February 9th. The deadline to claim uh, assistance from the September event is February 9th? That is correct. So I'm, I'm so grateful again for the hard work of our municipal partners and, and county staff. We were able to prove to FEMA that there continues to be significant need. FEMA went ahead and extended that deadline based on that need, and that new deadline is now February 9th, so we still have time to register residents for assistance. Hey, listen, I can't let you get off this off this call, uh, Ted, um, with, with a statement like that, um, because folk need to know that it was your office that continued to impress upon FEMA that this these communities were still in dire need of assistance. So it's not like it just happened like manna from the sky. It, it happened because you guys were diligent and vigilant in making sure FEMA understood that these communities, Calumet City, Dalton, Burham, Phoenix, were still in need of aid. So let's make sure we get that out there, okay? Appreciate that compliment, sir. And thanks to Madam President for her fierce advocacy for our residents as well. And we encourage all these residents in the Southland region to apply for these dollars. Um, Again, that phone number is 800-621-3362, and that's with FEMA directly. Um, That website is disasterassistance.gov. My question is, so do you enter in your home address, or what's kind of the application process to get these dollars? It's a great question. You will have to provide a bit of information, 
and then FEMA does follow up. But it's important to note that no FEMA uh, representative needs to enter your home to see it. It's really just an in-person interview at the doorstep or sometimes via phone to just confirm the information that's been entered. So it is a a relatively useful process, and we really want to encourage our residents to to trust the process because it is important to accessing these resources. Thank you for that. That's that's such a helpful, helpful and important message. And thank you for getting up bright and early on a Sunday morning. Once again, we appreciate you and the job you do. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ted. We're grateful. Madam President, talk about starting the new year with a bang. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm grateful to all of the good folks who joined us this morning. And, of course, you, Reverend Johnson and Ms. Hayden, for for, uh, hosting us. I'm grateful, and I just want to wish all of our listeners the best in the year to come. You know, we have uh, listeners from all over the country, and I'm just got a text from Pastor uh, Pointer in, believe it or not, Erie County, Buffalo, New York. And his statement was, Rev, can you come over here and bring some of that this way? Um, uh, Pastor Pointer, <laughs> we're not sharing Madam President. So she likes her job. We like her in her job. So there's that. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And again, Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> that would make it an even better year. <laughs> well, I'm just going to just withhold that from y'all this this time. Um, and listen, we had to do a little more a little more outreach um, to Calumet City, Dalton, yes. Burnham, and Phoenix um, because this deadline is coming up real quick, and we want to make sure that they are mindful of the good work of the county government, making sure they get their money when they need it. Absolutely. Don't disqualify yourself. Oh, that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> Go that's on and uh, apply. And listen, and maybe all... you can get your basement redone. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but at least get it repaired. Hey, listen, and some of you, um, for uh, let's see, uh, George Wright, George, George. Um, listen, it's really important that you get an opportunity to up your vocational capacity. Make sure you look into Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership. This and take is... advantage of Cook County Legal Aid while you're at it, if you need it. This has been the My Community Plan Foundation Talk Hour. Talk action item. <laughs> Talk <about laughs> action hour. When she comes on, it's all about action. Hey, listen, we wishing you, we are wishing you, I'm helping you engage in a very uh, super fantastic and grateful week. 